Dallas Stars captain Jamie Benn played his 1,000th NHL career game, and the Stars pulled out two big points and an emotional shootout win over the Ducks. We'll hear from Jamie Benn himself and cover he and the team's brilliance this season and more on today's episode of Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Bing bong. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Tuesday, February 7th. And this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook partner of Locked On. Make every moment more and visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn today to get started. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show, thank you for stopping by and making Lockdown Stars your first listen every single day. Be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast at. We are free and available no matter where or how you may choose to listen. Now let's jump into today's episode uh we're celebrating a win just like we hoped we would it looked grim for a moment it looked like the stars could be in trouble tied at two after regulation heading to overtime for the fourth straight game but the stars find a way to to fight the adversity and they escape this one with two points and what was a special and emotional night at the american airlines center a longtime stars defenseman john klingberg makes his return to the AAC, he gets his standing ovation. Great moment for a player who was great for the Stars organization. But not only that, in even bigger news, it was Stars captain Jamie Benn's 1,000th career NHL game, which is something that I did forget to mention on yesterday's episode. But I'm glad we get to talk about it now. And what a special night it was for the captain and the team. Of course, the, the great tribute during the warm-up of coming out on the ice with no buckets, no helmets on, the hair slicked back, uh, and of course the the Jamie Benn uh, stick tape job um, on, on everyone's paddle, everyone's stick, if you will, during warm-ups. A, a great tribute uh, from Ben's teammates, and Ben becomes the 379th NHL player to cross the 1,000 career game milestone, and that's just regular season games. He has 66 playoff games accounted for as well, and every single one of those outings has been with the Dallas Stars, something truly special and very rare this day and age in the world of sports, especially uh, in leagues like the N- uh, the NHL, the NBA. You hardly ever uh, see players stick around with their respective team, you know, that drafts them for the entirety of their career. And uh, of course, Ben's career is not over, but it's really, really hard envisioning him playing anywhere else that is not Dallas, Texas, while he's a member uh, of and an active player of the National Hockey League. And he's a guy who has just done things the right way. He's never demanded the spotlight. If anything, he hates the spotlight. And, I mean, he kind of has built this reputation of not necessarily enjoying uh, interviews and things of that nature. But I will say on Monday evening after the game, he was all smiles talking about, you know, his experience in the game, his family being in attendance. And we'll get to that audio here in just a second. But, I mean, you just – I got to take a minute to – 
commemorate Jamie Benn and, and just the kind of player and, and persona he is here in the DFW sports landscape. I mean, I, I mean, he's in that elite echelon, that elite section of, you know, if you're ranking or tier ranking Dallas athletes, I feel like it's him and Dirk Nowitzki in, in recent memory of guys that have come in, led their team, they do things the right way, and they've been incredibly loyal to their teammates, the fans, the, the organization, the front office. Uh, and, and, I mean, Jamie Benn has gotten oh so close to reaching the threshold of bringing a championship just like Dirk did with the Mavs back in 2011. And who knows, maybe we'll see that here with the Stars here in the near future. But Jamie Benn has always been an excellent leader of this team, the longest tenured captain in the history of the franchise. He's and done it just in several different ways. I feel like he's worn different hats throughout the entirety of his tenure here in Dallas. He's been the scorer. He's been the passer and the playmaker, the facilitator. He's been the enforcer. I mean, he's just does everything that you could ask him to do on the ice. We of course know that he won the art Ross trophy. I mean, a special, special player who I know has sometimes built up a reputation in some cities and fan bases as a not likable player, but here in Dallas, that could not be farther from the truth. And he's having a very nice resurgence this year. He's very, very close to reaching 50 points, which he hasn't had since the 2018-2019 season. And I think he should pass that 50-point threshold by, by, by quite a bit. He currently has 44 points, 19 goals, and 25 assists. But I'll stop rambling now, and let's take a minute and hear from the man himself. Here is Jamie Benn after the Stars' 3-2 shootout win on Monday evening, followed by some postgame comments from his head coach, Pete DeBoer. You know, I found a way to win this one, and um, it's a big two points for our group coming out of um, off the break there. So I'll take it and move on to the next one. Yeah, it was great. Um, you know, fortunate enough to have them here, and uh, worked out that uh, George break uh, was the uh, second half, so he got to be in town, and um, it's been uh, pretty fun. Uh, Last couple of days hanging out with the fam and uh, had a good night overall. Uh, what was it like playing against John today and just the moment and everything? It was great. Um, we had some good laughs out there. Um, you know, we like to compete against each other. We did it for, for many years in practice. and um, you know He was a big part of this organization. Um, it was nice to see him get his ovation. Um, I'm sure we'll have some, some more laps now. What were the emotions when you committed the penalty against him? I thought he dove, to be honest. <laughs> um, you know, obviously he hasn't gained uh, any more weight than, than he had here. Um, but our, our group did a, a great job of, of killing that off. Um, and almost ended it on that 4-on-3 that there and um, found a way to get it done and, and shoot it. How do you feel when you get the ovation you do to see energy of the crowd? They definitely appreciated you and wanted to celebrate this night. Yeah, as I appreciate them. Um, you know, pretty cool to, to start the game and, and hear the roar of the crowd. Um, it's been uh, pretty fun to play in front of them for 14 years. And, um, you know, we love playing in this building, so pretty cool. What was it like in warm-ups with all your teammates? Um, I figured they were going to do something. Um, <laughs> You know, they had their, their sticks all taped, so I saw that, but uh, I didn't see the the no bucket warm up coming. Um, you know, pretty good. We might have to keep that going. Yeah, I mean, longest tenured captain in the history of the franchise. Um, 
you know, that's rare air and a, and a, and a, a real uh, unique club to be in that thousand game club. Um, but, you know, there's just a genuine love for him in the city. You can, you can see it, you know, with the fans, with the people and, you know, a, a huge amount of respect from the people in our dressing room, you know, towards him. The guys wanted to win tonight for him. A truly incredible evening all around. Jamie Benn gets his ovation. The Stars get the win. And, and I mean, you couldn't really script uh, a better evening. And also the Minnesota Wild lose in regulation to the Arizona Coyotes. Always nice to have some of the higher-up Central Division teams like Minnesota lose when the Dallas Stars pick up two points. But I, for one, cannot wait to see what Jamie Benn has in store for the remainder of this season and his career. Not too shabby. A thousand games in for a fifth round pick back in the 2007 draft. Who would have known? Who would have thought that, that he would be where he is now and that he would have accomplished what he's accomplished? Truly one of the greatest stars players in franchise history. And it's a different conversation for a different day. But a guy who I think could very well be the next player or one of the next players to have his number retired. I truly think uh, that he deserves it, and that's a very real conversation that we will have at the end of his career. But again, that's a different conversation for a different day and probably a few years down the line. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll focus on the game itself. Talk about the fact that the Dallas Stars won a game past regulation and how it feels in the locker room. We'll hear from Jake Ottinger and a little bit more from Coach DeBoer right after this. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better because they have so many great features to make betting on sports both fun and easy. You can download FanDuel right now and you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown in the big game. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is also safe, secure, and super easy to use. And best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL and the Locked On Stars podcast. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. And we haven't talked about a win in a little bit. The Stars losing their last three games before uh, the, the All-Star break, all of them in overtime. We haven't talked about a win in a while, and we haven't talked about an overtime win or shootout win in a while. It's been a hot minute, but... Better late than never. It felt like with all the losses that had been accumulated as of late that the team was due for something. They were due to break through at some point, and they come through it in a big way, and it did not always look very promising. It really felt like we might be in store for another you know, shutout win for a team. The Stars and Ducks had met two times previously this season, and both of those games ended in shutouts, One each team getting one win respectively, and even just kind of through the third period, it just kind of felt like we were waiting for the game to come to an end, that the teams were bleeding out the last 20 minutes in the third period. But then the Ducks started to get a little bit of momentum. They force overtime. And once they even get to overtime, they had some great opportunities. They go four on three 
after a Jamie Benn high stick on John Klingberg. You could not even make that up or write that up in a script if you wanted to. But the Ducks find a way to, or really the Stars find a way to shut down the Ducks. They even got a scoring opportunity. We had a Luke Glendinning and Essa Lindell rush opportunity. You don't see that every day. But the four-on-three, uh, the Ducks failed to execute on one of their looks, and the Stars get a great look. They don't score there. No one scores in OT. Uh, we get sent to a shootout, which the Stars have been okay, and they haven't been in very, very many of them this season. They'd won their most recent one on Long Island against the Islanders. In this game, it felt like they had a great opportunity. Jason Robertson gets things going. Jake Ottinger shuts down Trevor Zegers. Zegers doesn't even really get a shot off in, in the shootout period. And then here's what was confusing to me. And if you were at the game, if you were at the American Airlines Center last night and you're watching on YouTube, let me know in the comments down below. Did you think that the second goal, I believe it was Mason McTavish from the Ducks, did you think that that puck went in the back of the net when he shot it on the shootout. Because from where I was up, up in the press box, it looked like that puck did not go in. And I remember the crowd reacting as if Jake made the save. And then Tyler Sagan comes out. He scores the third shootout goal. And, and uh, I assume it was Shippy uh, or someone in the Stars media team starts playing. Uh, I believe it's a Stevie Ray Vaughan song that they play every time the Stars win. That song starts playing with the goal horn. And I assume the game's over, but then uh, I, we get the announcement from Jeff K that there's a third shot coming for the Ducks, much to my confusion and maybe some other people's as well. So if you were at the game last night, let me know if I'm crazy or if you thought the same thing as me. But nonetheless, even with the, 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 the quote-unquote deception, the Stars get the win, Sagan gets the goal, and Jake Ottinger shuts down the final attempt from the Ducks in the shootout. And the stars and their fans go home happy. Now, let's take a minute and hear from one of the heroes of the shootout, Jake Gottinger, and also get some thoughts from Pete DeBoer with his team finally getting a win at past regulation. You know, we've been in that situation the last few games, so it was nice to come on the other side of that. Yeah, just, you know, you need to make a couple big saves. Guys made some, some key plays and, uh, you know, try to get back to three on three and see if we can get one at the end and then not shoot up. Yeah, I think it feels good. I don't think we put like too much pressure on it. I mean, there's no three on three in the playoffs, so it's not something we're, you know, crazy worried about. We're a great team, and we can beat anyone in this league. And um, you know, overtime's about you know getting good breaks and, and big saves, and then burying on your chances. So you know, we did that, and sometimes it goes your way, and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, this is an interesting game with John on the other side and yeah. Jamie being tough. Is it? Just a good feeling sometimes, and I know every game is different, but it just yeah. seems like there's a lot of fun out there. Yeah, obviously, you know, Chubbs is a legend, you know, in this franchise, and um, we wanted to get a win for him on, on you know, his night, and um, he's just, you know, such a great guy, great captain, so it's good to, you know, recognize him, and he deserves, you know, everything that, you know, all the good stuff people say about him is, is true, so, you know, it's great to get a win, and then to play Klinger is obviously always fun, you know, he's one of my favorite teammates I've ever had, and, um, you know, I love playing against him and, you know, wish him nothing but the best. Yeah, you know what, I, I thought we played a really good game. I, I liked uh, lot, long portions of that game, how we played. I mean, let's be honest, I mean, you know, I think John Gibson again, you know, we easily score four or five if he's even above average. He, he made some fantastic saves to... To keep that game at two, which is uh, you know it's a dangerous lead. You're you're exactly what can happen happen. You know you're you lose momentum with a penalty and a turnover, and all of a sudden it's a game. So, uh, but 
you know, I think when you uh, when you look at the entirety of the game, we did a lot of really good things, and you know, easily could have won four nothing, you know, five nothing. So uh, we did some good stuff. I, I think Pete DeBoer had some great observations there, and I even thought throughout the game, man, the Stars really could be up four nothing, five nothing. They definitely could have buried some more opportunities, but. John Gibson is just one of those goalies this season, I guess, that kind of has the star's number. They did just enough to get past him tonight, and they don't have to play him again this season, which in my mind is a good thing uh, and something that I will not be complaining about. And the stars find a way to get two points, not necessarily the prettiest win, but at this juncture in the season, a win is a win. Two points is two points. And again, very, very important with the Minnesota Wild losing as well. They have several games in hand over the Stars, so anytime a team like that takes a regulation loss and the Stars can pick up two points, that is absolutely huge in terms of how the playoffs will shape out in the Central Division and the Western Conference. So huge momentum for the Stars going into the rest of this week with the aforementioned Minnesota Wild coming into town on Wednesday and then the Tampa Bay Lightning coming into town on Saturday and uh, a lot of time will pass between now and then, but the Lightning may be going to be a little bit ticked off after getting the brakes beat off of them 7-1 to one by the Florida Panthers on Monday night. Their in-state rival, division rival, getting blasted by them. And so, depending on what happens the rest of this week, this could be a highly entertaining game between two good teams and the Stars and the Lightning. And then, of course, always a good time when the Stars and Wild get together on Wednesday. But the Stars have started this week off on the right foot and getting out of the all-star break on the right foot as well. You can't necessarily expect a perfect game all around from a team that's been off for as long as they have. And I think all things considered, they played very well and just made a few mistakes. And the Ducks took advantage of some of those mistakes and forced overtime. They get a point, although I'm not sure how much that point means to them at this point in the season as they're looking for a high draft pick. But that's not for me to talk about. I'm just here to talk about the team that was victorious and picked up two big points in the standings. Well, we're going to take one more quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about Niels Lundqvist. He's been back in the lineup after some time off being a healthy scratch. And he looks really, really good or looks good on Monday night. More on that right after this. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is also brought to you by Athletic Greens and their product, AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. There are tons of people that take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. Your, and your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add in these winter months when we don't get as much sunlight. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. And that's it. There's no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. 
closing out today's episode of Locked On Stars, talking a little bit about Stars defenseman Niels Lundqvist, who has been back in the lineup. He actually came back into the lineup uh, Friday, January 27th, against the New Jersey Devils. Before then, I don't think he had played since that game against the San Jose Sharks. I want to say that was back on the 18th, a game that the Stars lost. They they blew that 3-0 lead to lose 5-3 to San Jose. Niels Lundqvist had been out for an extended period of time, missed a few games as a healthy scratch, and he's been back for the past couple of games and made a big impact on Monday night's contest, scoring the first goal of the game, a beautiful feed uh, from Radic Foxa. And, and Niels Lundqvist overall wasn't just that goal. I think he started off the game great before then. Of course, he scored the big goal to get things rolling for Dallas. And then all game long, he looked really sharp and even got some minutes in overtime. And it's again, we, we saw this the first time he got healthy scratched earlier in the season. He missed a handful of games and then he comes back and, and makes a pretty strong immediate impact. And these are just the kind of, you know, ebbs and flows you expect with a 22 year old kid who's only played around 70 games so far in his NHL career. I mean, Niels Lundqvist had played some games with the New York Rangers before coming to Dallas, but really didn't have that much experience, you know, under his belt before coming only 25 games played with New York and now now he's you know finally getting legitimate playing time legitimate minutes on the Stars roster and so there's going to be some you know tough games and there's going to be some great games and Monday night did happen to be a great game and we got to talk with him after Monday night's game came to an end and then we also got again some thoughts from coach Pete DeBoer so here's Niels Lundqvist and Pete DeBoer talking about Niels's performance on Monday evening. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, it felt good. I uh, feel a lot of energy. I uh, got my mom's food in here for 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 a couple of days now. So yeah, a lot of energy and 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 yeah, good fresh start and and two big points. It's always a big game game today. Uh, uh, and yeah, big two points. And 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 what do you say? Like it's you're happy for him and and it's it's uh, pretty cool to to be a part of uh, of his thousand game. He's obviously a, a great player, great leader, and and the back you really want to follow here. So. Uh, yeah, just fun with warm-ups and, and, and little tribute video and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, good day and, and, and glad we got two points. What did you see on your goal and, and the pass from Roddick there? Uh, yeah, uh, he, I saw we, we got it down low and, and it was like a bouncing puck and, and I saw Fikus got it and I just tried to, to sneak, uh, sneak there on the, on the, on the, on the back side and, 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 yeah, got a great pass from, from, from Fikus and, and, yeah, just put it in an open net. How big is it to win? In overtime or shootout? <laughs> yeah, obviously big. Uh, I feel like uh, we played pretty solid the, the, the last game, the last games, and uh, I obviously just been in in, in the last two. But uh, obviously big to, to get two points and and, and win in overtime. Uh, so yeah, get some confidence and 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 I think every, what is it four four games in a row now with overtime? So yeah, obviously two big points. Is in game momentum a, a thing for you? It seemed like you know you had a great start and then you just had a great game throughout. That. Yeah, a little bit. I feel like if you like, I, I don't know what shift it was, but when you when you're getting a goal early, uh, it's obviously gaining some confidence. But it's also about learning learning about that. You don't you don't gonna need a, a goal to 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 get your legs going. I feel like, uh, uh, yeah, as you said, had a solid game and and, and uh, worked hard and, and skated skated more. That's what we're talking about with with with, with uh, coaches and and trying to learn from that and and yeah, trying to keep my legs moving. And that's why when I'm playing my best too. So. Uh, yeah, trying to to progress from that. Nils was skating, you know. When, when Nils is when Nils is moving his feet, um, you know, the, the rest of the things take care of themselves. And 
you know, I, and again, I, I think I think this looks back to the importance of of the times we've had him take a step back to to get his legs back because he's a young guy that you know this is a grind. This league's a grind, and and our schedule was a grind the first half. So, you know, the the reaction to you know us. Uh, sitting him out, I, I think you can see when when he's fresh, he's a different player, and I think that's that's the importance of of making those decisions on our end. I think if we've learned anything with Niels Lundqvist this season, it's that he still isn't a complete player. He's still learning. But I think his upside with this team and with this organization is through the roof because the coaching staff seems to really like him. Uh, he's getting valuable minutes. He's getting power play experience every now and then as well. I think he's going to be a very good player with this team as long as he's wearing a Dallas Stars sweater. And I think Monday night was a nice taste of that. I, I don't expect him to have that kind of game every single night from here on out for the rest of this season. But I think Monday night was a glimpse of what the future could look like with Niels Lundqvist consistently once he gets more games under his belt and likely even once he gets some playoff experience under his belt. I think that that adds to the maturity level of players around the league. So stick taps to Niels Lundqvist for a great game on Monday night. And let's hope uh, that he can, you know, do what he can to continue to carry that over as the week and season progresses. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube or the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform. Remember, we are free and available no matter where or how you get your podcast. Wherever you listen to your podcast or watch, you can do that wherever you choose to do so. You can also find us on social media at Locked on Stars, both Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at, Lock, at Dane double underscore Lewis. But be sure to tune in tomorrow. We'll be doing a crossover episode with Seth Topol of Locked on Minnesota Wild, talking a little bit about uh, Wednesday night's game, of course, but also talking about the position that the Stars and the Wild find themselves in going into the trade deadline. Do we expect our teams to make moves? What will those moves look like? Uh, and where will each of these teams finish in the standings to close out the regular season? Going to be a fun episode. Seth and I have crossed over a ton. And I'm truly looking forward to another great uh, duo crossover with him and talking all things Stars and Wild. Because again, Never a dull moment when those two teams get together. But thank you guys again for tuning in. Enjoy your Tuesday, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.